Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Marketing Operations Leaders Online Conversation. Today we're talking about how to set up a marketing operations organization. And Gary Katz and myself, Lynn Hunsaker, will be covering three questions. Our questions we are going to uh, cover, and if anyone would like to uh, post a, a comment or question during this com- online conversation, please feel free. Number one, we'll talk about what makes a good marketing operations team. Number two, how should marketing operations be positioned? And number three, how should marketing operations evolve? So Gary, what are your first thoughts about what makes a good marketing operations team? Well, I think first and foremost, you need to understand what the marketing organization is trying to do to serve the enterprise um, and what types of operational uh, enablement it needs uh, in order to make the strategy uh, realize itself. Um, So I think, uh, you know, it starts with the leader, um, and uh, I, for one, don't think that uh, you know bringing somebody in that is a you know a, a real strong administrator of Marketo or Eloqua is is really starting a marketing operations organization. It may be the place to start for your organization, but I wouldn't even call that person a marketing operations person, frankly, because that uh, really diminishes. Uh, the value and the potential uh, impact of the role. Um, once you are truly ready for a marketing operations leader, you should look at somebody that's got some vision, um, that's got some breadth of experience across the business, that understands um, uh, the business model of the organization uh, very well, understands the roadmap of what the organization's trying to do, understands uh, the nature of change and how it occurs. Uh, in organizations, understands uh, how to uh, manage to results uh, using resources in an optimal way, Um, and basically provides the glue between um, the team uh, and, and, you know, I'm presuming they, if they don't immediately, will have a a team if the company is planning to grow, Um, and certainly the CMO, uh, of which uh, the marketing operations function you know, can be like a chief of staff. Um, and then the stakeholders uh, in the organization. Um, so, uh, you know, right off the bat, I think you need to start with that strong leader, and then there's a number of specialist roles um, that I think uh, you have some ideas on, Lynn. I do. I'm really glad you mentioned the glue and the, uh, the analytics and so forth. I think that there certainly isn't um, a certain type of person that fits the bill usually across the the entire need of marketing operations. You usually need to have a group of people with diverse skills and backgrounds that can um, augment one another's skill sets uh, for the whole enchilada, so to speak. Um, So 
having some technical technology um, acumen and uh, wherewithal is uh, certainly a part of it, but uh, by no means the whole thing. Um, having those social skills and uh, some uh, business savvy to um, orchestrate things between people, between organizations, to see the patterns, to uh, help connect dots between people and data and so forth, um, and especially to be conscientious of uh, the customers, the ultimate uh, backdrop behind everything that marketing operations is doing, I think uh, would would be the way that I would be looking at um, populating a team for marketing operations organization. Yeah, it's a really good point. Of course, there are specific roles uh, you know, that uh, you're going to need in your organization depending on the types of things you're doing. Certainly having somebody that's very savvy with technology and understands how to uh, move forward with a technology roadmap that meets the requirements of the organization uh, for scale and, uh, and um, insight um, and uh, collaboration and such. Um, is very valuable. Uh, having somebody that's uh, really strong uh, with numbers, um, you know, on the analytics side, uh, is uh, very valuable. These days we call them data scientists. <laughs> um, it used to be they were called quants. Uh, before that, maybe statisticians. Uh, so the terminology <laughs> has changed. Having somebody with really strong project management skills that can uh, manage an initiative uh, from beginning to end uh, is usually a very valued. Uh, early on, um, and uh, you know, having uh, you know, if your organization, uh, your marketing uh, organization or marketing ops organization, is is providing uh, you know different types of services, uh, you know, such as events or um, you know, kind of a you know a, a production or and content type shop or or those types of things, then you're going to need people with uh, you know more uh, agency type skills. Um, and uh, you know that have the, you know, the specific skills as well. Um, so it really depends on what the scope of that marketing operations function is going to be. Um, and then uh, you know having somebody uh, you know focused on uh, you know bigger issues like governance uh, issues across the company, um, a project management office type of setup, or we can call it a performance marketing office is a, is a term I've heard. Uh, you know, that group's often responsible for, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, project management, change management, uh, training, and, uh, you know, adoption of uh, new technologies or processes or, or, or policies, uh, for instance. So there's, um, you know, so many possibilities uh, in terms of roles, but really you need a variety of skills. Um, in order to do it right, and you may get those, um, you know, through hires, uh, you know, uh, through within the marketing organization, uh, in the existing marketing organization. Uh, you may outsource uh, some of those and get some of those skills uh, from a third party. You may borrow some resources uh, from other functions, uh, such as uh, IT, uh, for instance. Um, and uh, another one that I didn't mention, but you know, in expertise, obviously. Um, in working with sales, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the revenue challenge and how marketing can do a better job uh, contributing to that, uh, working with the different systems and processes and campaigns, um, 
Yeah. And I would suggest expanding that too to uh, service and customer success because uh, yeah. we all know that um, it's it's more cost effective to retain your existing customers than to uh, put all your eggs in the basket of customer acquisition. So having a balance across uh, all of that full spectrum of the customer journey and the customer That's life right. cycle is pretty important. That's a really good point. I, you know, very valuable. I mean, you're going to see some, you know, increasing emphasis on that in, uh, in demand gen teams or demand center type teams or or people that head up a, a content type operations practice, which we're uh, seeing more of, which may or may not be under the marketing operations function. Um, and that's great. You know, that does take care of kind of the the acquisition side, uh, maybe the loyalty <laughs> side. But what you're saying is really valuable. You you need a way to make sure that the company is is really creating a great experience for the customer um, at, at every touch point. And if that isn't driven by marketing, and if marketing operations isn't involved in supporting that, uh, you know, through a good insight into what's working and not what's not working, um, intervention on uh, you know, shared processes, cross-functional processes that maybe are creating hassles for the customer, um, you know, and so on, then missing a golden opportunity. <laughs> well, I really like that. And I'd like to remind our listeners that we've had a couple of other uh, sessions like this that could help um, help uh, paint the full picture of what we're describing here about a good marketing operations team. Uh, the previous episodes on this show were marketing operations lay of the land and what marketing metrics does the C-suite care about? So those two uh, half-hour episodes would uh, probably be quite insightful toward this topic. And additionally, we have a resource on our blog, mopartners.com, uh, the article and the blog uh, listing is 10 Ways Marketing Operations Creates Value. And so uh, I think what, what you've said, Gary, is uh, quite insightful and probably expands most of our listeners' um, viewpoint of the possibilities that marketing operations provides. And that takes us to our second question then. Uh, how, much, how should marketing operations be positioned? What are your thoughts on that, Gary? Well, again, I think you have to go back to what you're trying to do as a marketing organization in order to support enterprise strategic initiatives. Uh, and then uh, based on understanding that charter, and if you don't have a good one, the marketing operations organization can actually help you develop one, uh, if they, you know, or they can hire somebody like marketing operations partners to assist with that. Um, yeah, physician heal thyself, uh, marketing, marketing <laughs> positioning, it's marketing ops. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I think first and foremost, you really have to understand, uh, you know, what your charter is as a business. What's really important? Are you going to be a, a strategic uh, type of enabler? If you're going to be that, then you have to view yourself differently, and you have to align your resources differently than if you're going to be like a job shop, right? And, and you know, it may be that a good chunk of the marketing operations organization could be a service bureau. Uh, providing services. Uh, if that's the case and you want to provide that, how do you balance that with making sure 
that the marketing operation still contributes to strategy, if that is a goal of your business. Um, I think ultimately you know, the marketing operations organization, as I've uh, touched on before, has a good opportunity, the leader of the marketing organization, to be the chief of staff to the CMO and basically uh, to help operationally realize the plan. I think that the uh, organization ought to be tied into growth and scale and learning and change. I think all of those things are central. I think that organization ought to be uh, positioned as a key um, leverage uh, leverage point for everything customer, uh, everything about, uh, you know, as Lynn was, uh, you were talking about before, um, making sure that the, that the customer is central and that the customer, um, it, that the whole organization uh, rallies around uh, the customer uh, and the needs of the customer, which ultimately will deliver the value uh, to that customer, which will come back to the enterprise. So I think those are a few ideas in terms of how marketing ops can be positioned. I'm a little concerned about how it's currently positioned today in the industry and in a lot of companies. As I mentioned before, a lot of times technology um, seems to be uh, what uh, a lot of companies are running uh, their marketing functions through technology instead of using technology to effectively run their marketing organizations to business objectives. I think that that needs to change. Um, I, uh, I think that um, yeah, that's a big mess right now. I also think that uh, you know, just linking marketing operations to revenue and demand gen, um, I think, is extremely limiting because there's many things that are not ab about uh, near-term profit um, and and money alone that are required in order for a marketing organization to serve an enterprise. I think when it's a young organization. Um, and you know, and it doesn't have a, a strong, robust pipeline. It's going to be natural um, to uh, you know to put focus on that. I think that uh, the same is true if you maybe do start to have that pipeline, but you're not converting, you're not getting people uh, to respond. You know, then you under, then you know that you're you don't understand your customer well enough, and you have to develop get better insight and develop more digestible content that's available just in time. So I understand, and I, I to, am a total proponent, with certainly at Marketing Operations Partners, you, you, this is you know a, a current challenge for us. But don't get hung up in the things that you're not good at now to the degree that you aren't thinking about where you can take this and what role you can play, because the, the possibilities are so much greater. For marketing operations, so think big, you know, and act manageably. <laughs> well, I really like the idea of positioning marketing operations as a um, kind of a capability builder, um, capabilities across the entire marketing organization, and making things more sane for every single marketing job. Okay. Uh, I, I think that that can go a long way to getting some clout and, um, and props from the whole marketing organization. 
when people realize that, hey, in, in no matter what my job is in marketing, I have some operational aspects here. I try to get this to so-and-so and get that from, from this other place. And uh, we have a lot of give and take and um, possibilities for people to drop the ball and to have to re- redo stuff and things like that. So operationally, gee whiz, if someone can, can get, give me some uh, insights, help me build more capabilities. Um, No matter what my role is in marketing, I would be very appreciative of marketing operations for that. Um, Furthermore, um, helping marketing be a bigger performer, a stronger performer, uh, more connected to the corporate goals and to customers and to be very visibly so, and helping marketing to uh, transform uh, itself to higher levels of, of, of performance and capabilities there are certainly things that should be on your consideration list when you're figuring out how to define your marketing operations as a, uh, a value provider. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's really well put. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, it could be a value center or value provider, um, the marketing operations function. Uh, to marketing and to the rest of the organization. Um, another way, uh, you know, the, the, another term people use a lot is a center of excellence. You know, so uh, certainly if a marketing operations can develop itself as a center of excellence uh, and its sub-functions also be, you know, sub-centers of excellence, so to speak, um, that's great role modeling, you know, for what you would like to see organization-wide. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a nice change for marketing because a lot of times we are last the party um, in terms of uh, some of the things that other functions have adapted or adopted or both. And now, um, you know, with uh, marketing operations and kind of the forward-looking uh, nature of it um, in terms of you know how to operation, operationalize and mobilize and, and perform better together, um, I think that there are new opportunities where marketing can take a leadership role um, in the organization. Certainly, and uh, there's also those collaborations with service ops, uh, sales ops, and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah, it really doesn't so, matter who ultimately owns what, <laughs> you know, or what the reporting structures are, or so on. Um, it, it matters how tight are the partnerships and how well are they working together? So, you know, um, one of the things, uh, you know, I think we're going to talk about is, you know, how will marketing operations evolve? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and a good example of, you know, that we're saying is more and more is being put on the CMO's plate as problems to solve. And, you know, customer experience is now being uh, dropped, you know, kind of like a missile on top of CMOs today <laughs> by their CEOs and boards of directors. How are you going to solve this problem? And, of course, uh, you know, we're so used to a kind of lip service and, you know, and, and kind of, uh, you know, quick fixes. Uh, you know, when we try to, when we talk about customer experience, we are, you know, our heart may be there, uh, but we don't really know how to do anything about it. You know, so that may be something that, you know, increasingly CMOs will actually have direct responsibility for, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I guess that depends on the organization. Um, But I think that what a great opportunity, you know, for marketing operations to partner with the CMO to create those that kind of alignment 
you know, to all the stakeholders and, and the leaders, uh, you know, that have a customer-facing, uh, you know, uh, responsibilities. Uh, you know, and if you've got that that thing locked down, if uh, if those other functions clearly understand, hey, you know, these marketing messages, these promises are coming out, you know, through our marketing program, and this is the actual experience, and there's a big gap. And I know That's you right. want us to close that delta. <laughs> then we start working together on that, you know, to benefit the customer rather than getting into our political turfdom. That's right. And we do a lot with uh, marketing maturity, the maturity of the whole marketing organization as um, uh, can be influenced by the marketing operations role and roadmaps uh, yeah. to grow the maturity over time. And I think that this is something to take into account in uh, in thinking through the evolution of marketing ops in your organization. Um, we've talked in the past about uh, the model of uh, strategy leading to guidance or governance and leading to processes and then metrics, all within an, an ecosystem of many stakeholders inside and outside the company and an infrastructure including the technology and so forth. So our idea of an evolution for marketing operations is ideally that you would have baby steps in each of those components that I just listed out, have the baby steps in play across all of them and uh, managed holistically by marketing operations, and then the next evolution would be to migrate to the uh, medium steps and then the, the big steps, so, so to speak. So I just kind of break it down like that. Um, have you seen that happen or what, are, what have you seen to be some of the um, stumbling blocks with that, Gary? Well, I think um, you know, it's happening in pockets around certain uh, you know, certain uh, functions, uh, you know, or certain initiatives in organizations where, uh, you know, where, where it's, it's really been you know, clear that that is preventing that organization from moving forward. And so they put a lot of investment and a lot of resources and get a lot of help uh, to do that type of thing. Um, and hopefully they continue to fund it. Otherwise, you know, it it works for a while, and then it doesn't, and, they, and, and then they say, well, it's just not working anymore. Well, you stopped investing in it. That's why it's not working anymore. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I think that uh, there are examples, uh, right? You, you could see those little case studies. There's always companies that bragging about accomplishing this and accomplishing that, and and those and that's wonderful. You know, we should celebrate those successes with them. At the same time, it's a honeymoon period, and uh, you know, we're in a what have you done for me lately world, um, and things are going to change. Uh, things are dynamic, and so uh, just because you happen to achieve that, uh, you know, celebrate it. You know, put it in your list of achievements. But you know, you're still living, and things are still changing, and that's the uh, you know, you're still competing as an organization. Um, and so I think that uh, that's uh, something that we're going to have to get uh, better and better about is not you know, it's getting past the idea that we've graduated and we're there now. 
You know, we're always learning. And I think that, you know, putting more emphasis into learning, how do we learn as a team? How do we learn as an organization? How do we actually get in touch, uh, you know, with not just kind of this hard data that's coming in, but the emotions, you know, and the sentiments and such, um, not just from those people who are our customers, who we seem to very, be very interested in how upset they are, <laughs> which, you know, hopefully, you know, our job is to, is, is, to, is, is for them uh, you know, not to be as upset because they, you know, because they know that we're going to take care of them rather than, uh, you know, be upset because they feel like they're never going to be taken care of and, that, you know, we're kind of taking them, uh, you know, through a, you know, a continuous uh, you know, bad experience. But I think that one of the things that we will see more in marketing is people being able to speak up, and you know, even inside the marketing department, um, inside the organization, and be true you know, you know, with one another and transparent about, you know, about their feelings, heaven forbid, <laughs> rather than pretending. You know that everything is okay, or exploding when everything becomes, uh, you know, uh, totally overwhelming. I think we need to manage that better. Um, we talk a lot, you know, when we interview people about their emotional maturity. Yet we don't do a lot to support individuals in developing that emotional maturity. We just kind of throw a lot of expectations at them and reprimands when they're not doing too well, or uh, maybe just fire them. Uh, you know, if. Uh, if they haven't met uh, the expectations that we have, that we probably haven't even expressed to them in a clear way. And I think marketing organizations or, you know, in any organization, any function is going to be a heck of a lot better when we just learn how to communicate with one another. Um, Absolutely. So um, summing up, change management, project management, uh, knowledge management, uh, learning organization capability, um, emotional intelligence, these are all uh, oft-overlooked elements of setting up a marketing organization that's going to really succeed for the long haul. That's right. And uh, we, we think that if you uh, expand your, your uh, outlook to include these elements of uh, success, that you'll actually find things much more gratifying in the role itself. And also uh, the whole marketing organization and others who rely on marketing, which is quite a big uh, group of people when you, when you really step back and look at the big picture, um, all of those people are going to um, be beneficiaries of the, the power that marketing operations can bring. Yeah, marketing operations can save the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't think I would go that far, but you know, uh, it gets to shift a, a little too often. Really, uh, there's, there's tremendous uh, opportunities for everybody and uh, it goes well beyond just the marketing operations uh, pers personnel to uh, all the people that they influence. Yep, it's, it's going to be fun watching uh, the evolution. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to our online conversation today. We invite you to follow this show. If you click on the show page under Sign In to Follow, you'll get an email reminder before the show starts to uh, tune in next time. 
And uh, we're always welcoming your comments during the show if you want to log into the online chat room. Otherwise, the shows are always available through recording, and you can download those and listen at your leisure. Please, please spread the word, and we'll see you next time on Marketing Operations Leaders. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.